Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Football. Energy drinks. Beer. More football. Welcome to Bank at Night. Final hour, big at night, Jay Binkley, Kramer, Sansone. Our phone number, 913-576-7610. Jay Sapley and Toast Service text line, 913-576-7610. Same deal, same number. It's in your phone. You know it's in your phone because sometimes you guys send texts to the wrong people. You blind text us when you meant to send it to somebody else. I tell you, some of your messages are quite humorous. Hey, Kramer? A little bit vulgar, too. It's kind of crazy. Or, hey, baby, stop and get the milk and bread on the way home. And that's just the lightest of what we've seen. You guys are a lot of dirty dogs, man. You are some dirty, dirty dogs. Like that one text? Is your husband going to be home? (laughs) (laughs) We get some good ones. I always respond, though. Phil, he's going to text them. I'm going to respond to you. 620 says, hey, Bing, do you think the Chiefs will load manage Kelsey? I only split out more than any tight end in the NFL last year. At his age, man, he's in his prime still. They're going to keep feeding him. He's an integral part of this offense. Now, Pete's got him keeping four tight ends, which you can only run three for 13 personnel. I don't think they have four tight ends in the game. Jody Fortin is so good on special teams. Maybe he makes a team as a fourth tight end. Maybe not. Maybe on the practice squad. Again, you can protect up to four players on the practice squad each and every week out of the 16. So, who knows? Maybe he goes there. Maybe he doesn't. He's spent a lot of time on the practice squad before. Six players you can have can have two or more years of accrued service in the National Football League. So, that's cool, too. So, you'll see some guys on the practice squad. They can elevate two guys to make a 55-man roster coming up on Sundays. Part of the deals that they have. But I mentioned bubble teams, Kramer, and everybody around here was so happy to talk about Carson Wentz. They were happy about saying, hey, Jay, your Colts team is falling apart. They're not there anymore. They're not good anymore because they don't have a quarterback. And then we start talking about Nick Foles. Nick Foles peacocking around at Bears practice saying he feels – and he's not even a member of the Colts, but he's saying Frank Reich's possibly one of the best coaches he's ever had. Guys had some good coaches. You want a Super Bowl in Philadelphia? Could he be taking Carson Wentz's job one more time? I don't know. But he had a broken bone in his foot that could have been going back to high school. Carson Wentz. So the Colts get their new quarterback. This team is loaded. It was a team that should have beat the Bills in the playoffs last year. They're loaded, ready to go. Carson Wentz goes down. Quentin Nelson, the best guard in football, goes down at the same time. Same type of injury. And they were saying five to 12 weeks. Now it comes out today that both Carson Wentz because if not, they're screwed. Like Sam Ellinger, the sixth-round pick quarterback from Texas, has been rolling with the ones. And also they got Jacob Eason there. 
second year with the Colts. Like, they have Jonathan Taylor. They've got a great receiving core. Michael Pittman's going to be looking healthy. Paris Campbell. Don't know what he's going to do this year, but he was a second-round pick for him two years ago from the Ohio State. But he's been injured a lot. And then T.Y. Hilton. And they, they've got some guys. And the third-leading rusher in the NFL is Jonathan Taylor. will be making a run for the leading rusher in the NFL this year. In a defense that I think is stout and solid. But the bottom line is, this was uh, Ian Rappaport, rap sheet on Twitter from NFL Network on the timeline now for Carson Wentz. Looks like he can play game one. Yes, I would describe it, Red, as some level of optimism for the Indianapolis Colts. And I want to preface that by saying no one actually knows. Because Carson Wentz had surgery last week. They're not going to know until about at least another week when rehab begins after the rest is over where he is in his foot and where he is in progress. So any prognosis you hear now, it's nice that they're optimistic and listening to Frank Reich talk to us earlier sounds like he said a lot of positive things about Carson Wentz, but no one really knows until he gets out there, until he can feel it. It is an injury that you know probably should be after surgery two to three months. If he can be out there after just five weeks, that's an amazing win. But obviously, the, Carson Wentz is going to want to play. He always wants to play. He always wants to push it. You do wonder if this is a situation where the Colts will protect him from himself, even though he wants to be out there, but won't let him out there until he's 100% healthy. So there you go. I want to see it first, Kramer. I want to see it first. But I like that organization. I like Chris Ballard and what he's doing. I think Frank Reich's a good coach. I think they should have beat the Bills last year in the playoffs, and that would have silenced all the Bills fans out there for a little bit because they wouldn't have made it to that second matchup against Mahomes. They wouldn't have made it to the title game, and they would have calmed their expectations. They'd been back to, can we win a playoff game? Because don't forget, the Colts, Going into halftime, went for it on fourth and two. Should have just kicked a field goal with Blankenship, right? They lose by three. Blankenship missed a 33-yarder in the game as well. They lose by three points. Then the Ravens and the Bills. And it was a interception or turn the other way. There was a, it was a 10-10 game. That was the only difference in the game. 17, that was the only difference in the game was that. Again, the Bills ended up winning it. They make their way to the AFC title game. It wasn't the prettiest. It wasn't the prettiest for the Bills that a lot of people have that next team up for the Kansas City Chiefs. Let's go to John. What's up, John? Hey, Bink. Hey, hey, John Belton. Hey, how you doing, brother? How are you doing, John? Yeah, man, I'm hanging in there. I'm I'm, I'm ready to get this uh, thing started. Uh, uh, everybody's chewing at the bit right now. Um, uh, first of all, on the, on the kick, uh, yeah, the laces were literally four and a half degrees off. So, you know, you got to give the guy a break. So... Um, hey, more, more what I uh, wanted to call and get your opinion on is, um, is now that we're moving to, uh, uh, Chris Jones outside. And, sometimes, sometimes, and, sometimes. Like, like, don't get totally wrapped up on that because you're going to see him move around. No, 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 no. And I, yeah, and I know they're going to, he's going to mix it up. I know how SPAC does it, but, but I, but I, I'll bet you anything. He's, he's primarily, especially in third down situations, he's going to be having him outside and stunting. Maybe. And what is that going to open up? And what is that going to mean for the, for the, the, the middle linebacker and the, and the end, are they going to start packing in the, the linebackers or are we going to spread them out at times where it opens up? You know, we've had a problem for the last five years of stopping the run. So what's up? I'll well, let you go. Well, I'll here's talk a, to you later, brother. Okay. Here's the thing. Hitchens, Hitchens, been, he's been rolling up the tackles, been one of the NFL's leader in tackles. And then you got Nick Bolton who solo tackles, 
top three in the SEC the last two years within conference games. He's a tackling machine. They've looked good, man. They've looked good stopping the run. I like the way the linebackers are flowing. You know, the, the Devin Key, he's the undrafted free agent. That's going to be, uh, he's a tackling machine, the all-time leading tackler at Western Kentucky. Another diamond in the rough, Brett Veach finds. He'll be important in stopping the run. But we'll see what happens. Like, I want to see what they do this week. Like, that's the one story. I think we've been so enamored by the offensive line that we're maybe not giving the defense as much credit as they deserve, which I think is fair. I think even Steve Spagnuolo said, hey, you know, how about giving us a cheer when we get an interception or something? We, we talk about, you know, the touchdown passes and everything else look good. What, what about the other stuff? What about the other stuff as well? But anyway, I mentioned how the Colts couldn't be on that timeline. If they get Carson Wentz back, I'm not saying he's the end-all, be-all. He does work well with Frank Reich. I think they're screwed right now with Ellinger and Jacob Eason. If that if he's not back early on, how long is it going to take him to be back? And if they were worried about this being 12 weeks, Kramer, I do believe Nick Foles would already be a Colt. I do believe it. I don't care if they want to hurt Carson Wentz's feelings. They're not going to care about doing it. I think Philadelphia is interested. You know why? He needs to play 75% of the snaps for the Colts because their second-round pick will turn into a first-round pick. Remember the Eagles? Maybe interested in Deshaun Watson? Well, they have three first-round picks next year, the Eagles do. It's not three first-round picks. Now, if they go to the postseason and he plays 70% of the snaps, still first-round pick. But again... If he doesn't play the first four weeks of the season, he's not going to make that 70% of the snaps. And the Eagles will now have a second rounder instead of a first rounder, which makes a huge amount of difference. And I honestly feel like if the culture is going to roll with Carson Wentz and not try to, you know, try to trade for somebody such as a Nick Foles, like that's that's something that's out there. But, but he's sitting behind Justin Fields behind and Andy him. Dalton. Yeah, so Andy Dalton and Justin and he's Fields. getting paid the bag still from that contract that he signed with Jacksonville. If you're that, if you're Nick Foles, I mean, you're granted you're staying in Chicago. I don't think the Colts want to trade for Nick Foles or anything like that. Grant, but he's, he's 32. Why he's, would he want out, to? You know what I'm saying? That he's out there is trying to parade himself, like trying to advertise himself, like, hey, I, I like, I like Reich. I mean, we can do this. We, let's have, let's let's have fun with it. But if you're the Colts right now, Carson Wentz was a terrible move for you, anyways, to get. I honestly, I do not have no faith in Carson Wentz whatsoever. And the fact that he got hurt, I was kind of like thinking, all right, that was that was bound to happen because he's always had an injury-plagued career. So if you're the Colts right now, just go with your backups that you got going. If I'm the Colts, I'm pushing all in on Aaron Rodgers next year. Why not push on him right now? Like if well, you if you want to win he's right not, he's now, not going, I know, but and he's not the long-term answer for the Colts. They thought they had that in, in Andrew Luck. Yeah, and then he walks away after being the comeback player of the year, going to the postseason, walks out of that. That team was ready to roll. They're the, still ready to roll, but the quarterback to... position is, is such a mystery that everybody's trying to get to. And now the Colts trying to search. Again, the Colts are a byproduct of what the NFL is trying to do, and that's find the quarterback, the right guy. Because Deshaun Watson, nobody's making a move on him because you don't know what's going to happen to him with the lawsuits. There's always there's always a window of time, and the window of the time right now for the Colts could possibly be closing. So if they want to win that Super Bowl right now, Go get Aaron Rodgers. I don't care. Just pay. Just send the bag. Just send the bag to Green Bay. That's it. That's the thing. No, but that deal's already done. The contract's already been dealed. They're going to be talking about after season. He is is staying in Green Bay. There's not even worth any phone call would answered be answered by this is a Wendy's from the Packers on here. I'm serious. Every phone call would would end up like that. So if it was new phone, if this this? was a month prior to the season, it wouldn't be like that though. A month prior to when it is right now. 
everybody's always trying to accumulate talent, whether that's through the draft or whether it's just trying to send somebody elsewhere. That's what everybody is trying to do in order to win the big game. Well, this is Nick Foles up in uh, Bears camp. Listen, I'm 32. I feel great. The version of me right now is much better than the version that played in the Super Bowl. No. I'll tell you that. And I'm confident in that. So no. put that through your mind. No, you were awesome at that point. You were untouchable at that point. You had your chance since then, and it's not been the same. More Peacock and from uh, Nick Foles. Frank Reich is one of my favorite, if not favorite, coaches of all time. He understands me as a player. He understands me as a person. But, you know, right? I, I haven't had any talks with him. I don't know. I'm a Chicago Bear right now. He knows me. He understands. I mean, y'all watched the 2017 season and the playoffs where he changed the offense and built it around me, and y'all saw what happened. So he understood my mentality as a player, and he was able to build it around me and put me in a successful position and my teammates. That is a guy begging for a job, Kramer. That is a guy 100% begging for a job. He's tampering as well. He's a member of the Bears talking about the Colts. You notice that stuff happens when Carson Wentz gets hurt and he starts talking. Did you notice the, the timeline on that? Yes. <laughs> it's like Carson Wentz, and no matter what he, if he gets hurt or whatever, Nick Foles is always there. It, no matter what, it's it's Nick Foles is always there to bail him out, and that's why I'm I'm never dead set. But on if you're Carson, Carson Wentz, Wentz you, you don't like to see, you don't like to hear the word Foles. You just don't like it. No, it's kind of like you're kind of like having like an ex girlfriend. It's just a name you do not want to hear. You do not want to hear it at all. So the contract extension, we've talked about it with uh, with Nick with uh, Josh Allen getting his contract extension. Then there's going to be Baker Mayfield on the hook as well. And not only Baker Mayfield. Lamar Jackson, and again, I don't know what they're going to do. Again, they're all byproducts of 2018 draft. And who's, you know, Lamar Jackson's won an MVP. What are they going to do on it? Are they going to give him the big money? Are they going to give Baker Mayfield? This is John Harbaugh on uh, on uh, Lamar Jackson, Jackson's extension. It'll happen when it's going to happen, when it's best for both sides to happen. Both sides want it to happen. Uh, and there's really not a hurry on it. You know, Lamar is going to be our quarterback for many years to come and uh, we want him he wants us you know and we're focused on what's important now which is a good practice I mean that's really what we got to be thinking about so that kind of a question just really isn't relevant to what we're trying to do right now no it is relevant because Josh Allen's got the bag so they want about know about Jackson but speaking of the Ravens Kramer by the way they're three point uh what favorites this week you know they've won 17 preseason games in a row it doesn't mean anything at all they're going back. They haven't lost a game in the preseason since 2015. That's even with a five-game preseason schedule sprinkled in because they played in the Hall of Fame game a few years ago. 17 in a row. 15-1-1 one one against the spread in that time. Harbaugh likes practice, man. He does. He likes these type of games. Baker Mayfield was asked about uh, his contract situation. I'm worried about winning. I think the rest will take care of itself. You know, it's... Yeah, it's good for the quarterback position overall. I'd be lying if we, we said otherwise. But uh, I'm worried about winning right now. Uh, you know, there's I don't know the timeline on it. You know, we haven't talked about it because I'm worried about winning this season. So there's Baker Mayfield, the class of 2018, looking for the bag now that Josh Allen has it. I mentioned Mike Greenberg. He likes the Tennessee Titans. Matter of fact, a lot of Vegas money is going towards the Tennessee Titans. They're not the favorite. Chiefs are the Super Bowl favorite. She said the third amount of most money coming in on them. The Titans are a team people are putting money on because they get good value. Not only that, listen to this nonsense by Mike Greenberg from ESPN. The Titans feel like the easiest pick to at least win a division in the AFC this year, and thus I think a fairly interesting pick 
to make it to the Super Bowl. Tell me I'm right or tell me I'm wrong. Ryan Tannehill has been sneaky great for the last couple of years. I understand, but in the playoffs, do you trust him more than, than Josh Allen or Baker Mayfield or a Lamar Jackson to win games in the playoffs? Really, this, I'm surprised for you. I don't know. Here's what I don't know. I don't know for certain that Josh Allen is going to win his division this year. I don't know for certain that Baker Mayfield is going to win his division this year. I'm not even that certain that Patrick Mahomes will win his division this year. Uh. <laughs> Whoa. The Los Angeles Chargers are going to surprise a lot of people out west. They were like eight possessions away from winning 12 games last year. The Titans, since Ryan Tannehill became their starting quarterback, are number one in the NFL in yards per game, yards per play, Red zone, they're third in scoring, third in efficiency, third on third down. They're 18 and 8, plus two playoff wins. And I will say this the Colts, we can say all we want. The Colts were number two in the NFL last year in explosive plays. Greenberg said a lot of false things there, and I couldn't believe he said it. We'll address them next. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Barbershop does not lack confidence. There's one Sean Barber, but Mike Greenberg said he was talking about the Titans. All right, here's the thing with the Titans, all right? Let's look at the Titans. Let's look at the AFC South. Titans, Colts, Jags, and Texans. Jags are not ready for primetime yet. They will be shortly, I believe. With Trevor Lawrence, but not, not yet. Houston Texans, no. They got Tyrod Taylor, Jeff Driscoll, Davis Mills, but head of Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson's not going to play for the Texans. So you got two of the four, not even relevant. So yes, the Titans do have a chance. They bring in Julio Jones. But again, you have to ask yourself, what if the, the Titans were the 28th team in defense last year? 28. Julio Jones does not play defense. They brought in Bud Dupree's on the pup list. Kevin Johnson came over as a cornerback, already retired. Like, what have they done to make their defense better? Nothing. Nothing. At all have they done to make their defense better? I just, I know what Kramer looking at that division. Not a great division. They should make a run, but you know what? The Titans probably won't go very far. And Caleb Farley, their first-round pick, he's on the pup list with Bud Dupree. And he was often injured at Virginia Tech, but they took him and he won the first round. I'm not buying the Titans. I, can you believe he even said, I can't even guarantee Patrick Mahomes will win the division? He's won it five straight years. 
The Chiefs have won eight of the last 10 against the Raiders. 11 of 13. They've won 12 of the last 14 against the Chargers. They've won 11 straight against the Denver Broncos. They haven't beat them since Peyton Manning was the quarterback of Denver. By the way, he's already in the Hall of Fame. Like Peyton Manning's great speech, it's the last Broncos quarterback to beat the Chiefs. Been a long time. Been since 2015 when the Royals won the World Series that the Broncos have beaten the Chiefs. And I'm tired of everybody talking about the Chargers. Again, I'm from the Show Me State. Show me something. Like, to me, that's why I tell people about Cleveland. And I know Cleveland's schedule wasn't exactly dynamic last year, but they won a playoff game. They had the coach of the year. They went to Pittsburgh, their nemesis, and beat them in the playoffs. Beat them. Like, they've won a playoff game. The Chargers, they haven't done anything yet besides be everybody's darling. Haven't you noticed that every single year it's always the Chargers? It's every like year. every single year the Chargers, oh, it's Chargers this, Chargers that, Chargers going to do this. What have the Chargers done? And they have a defensive coordinator as their head coach. A one-year defensive coordinator is not a head coach. It's not, it's not, that's, that's not going to, that's not going to go well with Justin Herbert. I I think it's going to backfire. I, I, I don't know, but Justin Herbert, here's the thing about Herbert. He's got to go on the road now in front of people. A lot of times he went on the road last year playing in front of cardboard. It's quiet. Cardboard doesn't make noise. You can audible. Like you couldn't audible during the time when there was just a few fans out there. And then like 20% or 25% the most he saw on the road, you can say whatever you want. You can audible. That, that's part of these stadiums being noisy. You can't audible. You're taking timeouts. Well, see what he does when there's noise. See what he does when there's noise and it's a packed Arrowhead Stadium. I just, I mean, this whole Chargers thing again, like how can you not say that the Chiefs, that the Chiefs of all teams will, will, wouldn't win the division. It's like, to me, one of the biggest straight shots you have. Again, 8-2 and two in the last 10 against the Raiders. They've won 11 in the last 13. 8-2 in the last 10 against the Chargers. They've won tw- they're 12-2 and two in the last 14. In Broncos, 11 in a row. Andy Reid is a remarkable 31-5 and five against the division since 2015. And that's even not even playing the starters against the Chargers. That counts as one of the losses. It would be 32 and 4, not 31 and 5. They are 15 and 1 on the road the last two years. You might say, well, on the road, no big deal. Last year they went undefeated on the road because there's no crowd noise, no people. No, okay. If you want to use that argument, they're 7 and 1 the year before. So where's the argument they can't play on the road? They can. They've got the quarterback to do it, Kramer. Like, I'm not buying any of that stuff he was trying to sell. Heck, the Chiefs have lost more home games than they have road games. So what happens when you have a quarterback like Patrick Mahomes? You can go anywhere and play anywhere, especially with Andy Reid and Biennemi, that Kafka. I mean, again, the most under-talked about thing in the NFL is the coaching staff's all back. I think Eric Bien- I, the fact I that mean, Blake Myers is here is wide receiver coach. Greg Lewis goes from wide receivers to running backs, but he's still here. Kafka, Biennemi, Reid's still here because Biennemi didn't get a head coaching job even though he deserved one. But still, that's a net gain for the Chiefs. Spagnuolo's back. Dave Merritt, Sam Madison, Matt House, Brandon Daly. Again, the coaches are back. Ken Flagel comes in as the outside linebackers coach again. But the key cogs, the main guys, the big voices on defense, they're all back. They know, they're, they know this inside and out. It's like if you go watch a practice, it's so in sync, and Andy reads down the detail, and he can be detailed. You know why? Same guys. You're working with the same dudes. It's like... Old school college football in the 70s and 80s when you kept your offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, head coach, and you're able to roll wins. 
It's that simple. Glad you're not on the Chargers train. Uh, Chargers, no. No, but thank you. But you're more on the Raiders train, which concerns me more. They finished second last year. Why can't they do it again this year? Kramer. No, seriously, that's, that's a fair question. How can because I'm not even gonna, I'm not even going to pose the question. The Raiders winning the division. That's that's a far stretch right there. It's who's going to win? Finish second. It's definitely going to be the Chargers, and it won't be the Broncos. They it were may be eight and eight last year. Kramer finished second in the division, didn't they? They did. They did. So that's all that matters. They get an extra game this year. They can go true. over 500. That's true. They were they were eight and eight last year. This division, I mean, if you want to say it right, I'll say the it right Chiefs now. won the division this by division six stinks. games. We'll see. I like the Broncos rosters. I've told you better than the Chargers. Yeah, but the thing with the Broncos is who's their quarterback? Because exactly. you don't know and I don't know. But, Heck, it could be a, a, a pigeon out here to floating around could be their, uh, but their quarterback. If Locke wins, it's the second year with the offensive coordinator, Pat Shermer. Something he's never had the, you know, had a sec- having that continuity, having an offensive coordinator the second time. Because you know Vic Fangio just turns the whole thing. But I like Jerry Judy, like Cortland Sutton, like Noah Fant, Javante Williams, like him a lot too in the running back position. They got the weapons. They, they don't loaded. have the quarterback. That's the thing. They don't have the quarterback. Who do you trust? Teddy Bridgewater throwing the football or Drew Locke? I, I understand the quarterback is the most important position. That is that is a good point. But they draft Patrick Sertan and he looks like a beast. But can Patrick Sertan throw the football? They bring in no. Darby and Fuller and can they throw the football bank? We don't know that yet. One hundred percent. Hey, put their who's their kicker? Matt Prater is he back there anymore? No, this no McManus. Have him be the quarterback. No. For last year when they had to play without a quarterback? Yeah, exactly. Well, they're kind of doing that this year, too. No, I, just give them a chance, man. Broncos stink. They have a defense, but the I, defense can't dude, throw the football. That roster, though, is talented, and you cannot deny oh, that. Oh, no, I agree 100%. That roster is talented, but it that all that t- talent is going to go to waste without a quarterback. It might. We don't know yet. We don't know yet. I'm not concerned at all as a Chiefs fan with them. I mean, to me, it's a battle for who's going to be second. Exactly. That's that's what it is. Because they I'll, can all make a run at second. The Chiefs are like your bingo card free space. The Chiefs are always going to be a lock for the AFC West. It, it's it's going to happen no matter what for how long Andy Reid's going to be here, for how long Patrick Mahomes is going to be here. also depends on how the weapons are around Patrick Mahomes. They're always going to be a uh, uh, the AFC West cha- uh, champions. That's, that's what's going to happen. They've now, done it five straight take years. Second. Like, who made the step in the AFC West? You say, all right, that's a team that can challenge the Chiefs. I don't think anybody has. Maybe the Raiders. Because they at least know how to beat them. I mean, properly. The, the Chargers kind of did. I don't know. Was Tom Brady talking about that team when he talked about teams passing them? I know that he the was Chargers interested in The Chargers won last year on a backup squad for the Chiefs, and heck, they barely still won. All right, I barely is a, a stretch, but still, they... Come on. Bink, you you know you just don't like saying it. You know the Raiders are the second best team no, in the AFC West. No. You just don't want to say no, it. I'm not that, like, I, just, I, you just I don't, don't want to say, say it because I don't believe it. You should though. That's the thing because they are the second best team in the West. They're not. They're not. They're not the second best team. They're not at all. Not even close to it. Justin Herbert's going to regress. Well, I don't know he if that the, 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 the one prominent thing that's going to continue to happen is Derek Carr slash John Gruden. And we've seen that now for three years, four yeah, years. And it shouldn't scare anybody. It shouldn't. John Gruden, <laughs> if he didn't have a $100 million contract, he'd be already run. He's not lived up to it. Eight and eight is not why they gave him $100 million. They didn't. They didn't give them that money for that. I don't know, man. Chargers, Chargers are, I, 
I like my Mike Mayock draft the first year. I do too. Not this year. I don't like the fact they lost Gabe Jackson, Trent Brown, and Rodney Hudson from that offensive line. I think that was big. I think it was real big. Yeah, Trent Brown really doesn't matter. The running game, I like that. I don't know why the hell they thought they needed somebody else besides Josh Jacobs, but whatever. Depth is always good, I guess. Can never have enough. And plus, Josh Jacobs always is hurt at some point in the season, so why not have another guy? Yeah, and they do. And they do. They had Devontae Booker last year that just showed up out of nowhere. They could, if everything breaks right, have the third best running game in the AFC. Because they're not going to be better than the Ravens running game or the Browns. That's very true. I mean, you buy that? Pound. No, no, I, I agree with that. Ground and pound. The thing is, if you want to talk about the Ravens running game, that's because their quarterback's running back. That yeah, can, yeah but J.K. Dobbins is going to be a stud for Well, him. true, you're and right. And Gus Edwards probably go, he'll, be, he'll make a push for 1,000 this year. I like that. But Kenyon Drake, great backup for him. I'll give him that. But again, Derek Carr's never won a playoff game. They did make the playoffs one season, but he remember he broke his leg. And that was, that was, uh, yeah. It was nasty. And then McGloin was out there, and he got hurt. Speaking of nasty, something you did, Kramer, that I can't understand, and it ties into what we'll talk about next. Denny Matthews was on with uh, Carrington Harrison earlier this week, 3 o'clock on Mondays, and said something about tomorrow. It's the Field of Dreams game that I think is really cool. We'll do that, and we'll try to figure out Kramer in regards to Field of Dreams next. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Welcome back to Big and I, Jay Binkley, Kramer Sansone, producing the operation. Well, Cream Dog, we've got something fun tomorrow. It's the Field of Dreams game. It's on a different field. They built it next to the cornfield. I guess people are going to be walking through the corn uh, to the game. It's an 8,000-seat temporary stadium they built. The White Sox to play the uh, Yankees. So are the players walking to the corn? I think the people will to go to the stands. Now, there, I think there's now, there's a there's a, a, a row that I've seen of like where you can walk through. Do you know corn? You can only grab one ear off a year and that's it. Really? Yeah. I like corn. Do you like corn? Not so much. I love corn. I'll still eat it, but I'm not a big fan of it. The best way to grill it, I know a lot of people wrap it in foil and everything and put it on the grill. I want those marks. You just butter it and you throw it straight on the yeah, grill. I, say, I want those you get those marks. char marks, man. It's the only way to eat it. I've never really grilled corn on a cob like that. I told Big Pete to do it, Pete Sweeney's dad, the real Pete Sweeney. And he did it, and he loved it. A real one? So not my boss? 
Now, the, the, the Pete, Pete Sweeney's dad, Pete Sweeney. Oh, so the bigger boss. Pete Sweeney Sr. Yeah. He loved it. Denny Matthews said this with Carrington on Monday. I am. Is he... And I think it's a unique, clever, creative, and fun idea. As I understand it, they built a special field, same basic setting, but it's not the exact same spot where they filmed the movie. And I could be wrong about that, but I think that's what has happened. I think I read that a week or two ago. You can probably give me some more clarity on that. I want to see baseball do more of these kind of events. I think to hockey, and I know you're a big hockey fan, but their outdoor series is really cool. They find really unique venues and special venues and kind of tie in the history from other places to play a hockey game with so many games that take place over the baseball season. I want to see them experiment more with these kinds of things. Yeah, I'd go for that. I think it's, uh, as I said, I think it's creative and unique, and I think baseball fans would gravitate toward it because, uh, in a way, it embraces the history of the game. It embraces how, when we were kids, we would go out in the backyard or find a vacant lot and play baseball, and that's a, that's essentially what they're doing in the movie Field of Dreams, which uh, which makes it so much fun. And it does harken back to your to your youth and how you got some guys in the neighborhood together and you'd go out and, and play baseball. See, I like what baseball's – baseball's been stuck behind the eight ball so many times. All the other leagues figure things out before baseball does. But now baseball's been talking about a partnership, you know, with Barstool to do gambling aspect of baseball, bring in the younger viewers. You know what I'm saying? The gambling line, the gambling aspect of baseball. Because there's so many states you can do this at now. But Denny was talking about the Field of Dreams game. It's tomorrow. I think it's cool. Now, baseball's done this before. They've done it Fort Bragg. They played at Fort Bragg, which is really cool. They played in Williamsport for the Little League World Series. They've done that. They had a game with the Tigers and Royals in Omaha right around the time of the College World Series. They tried to drum of interest. I like that. But playing at the Field of Dreams, even if it is next to the stadium, is cool. And this is where you come in, Kramer. You went to the Field of Dreams this year. You were going up to watch Quad Cities in the Governor. That's Jimmy correct. Govern. That's correct. Did he get a hit that night? Um, he actually was scratched. Uh, right oh. before, right because he—that's when he got hurt. That's right. So you can get to see the governor. Yeah, who made the AAA last year, the same year as Draft. Very Pretty true. incredible. He's in Double A now. Yeah, old governor. But anyway, you were in Quad Cities, a forty-five minute drive to the Field of Dreams in yes. Dyersville. Yes. Okay, so you went up there and you visited the set, the movie set, the house. That is correct. But you've never seen the movie. So here's the thing, Bink. I haven't seen the movie from uh, from start to finish. I've always jumped in on, the, on always the spot where they're picking up. I can't remember his name. They're picking up the guy that's walking towards the field as they're heading back. I think from New York or something like that. That's the only, every single time I always jump in on that on that time frame, and then I always jump off before the actual game at the end of the movie. But that is correct. I've yet to see but the movie. From, but at least you've seen parts of it, yeah, right? I, I know the gist of the movie. Like you think you would have your interest sparked by being there. Yeah. You think you would have felt it, man, and you would have gone and watched it. Like I'm shocked that you haven't. Here's the thing. So prior to that trip, my but mom you're like bought your, what's the your movie. Genera- what's your generation called again? Uh, I mean, you're I'm the a, fast food I'm, type I'm a Gen Z. Yeah, yeah. And you guys like? I mean, this doesn't shock me. Go ahead. But I mean, my mom bought the movie for us to watch before we went, and we didn't yeah. have time to watch it. My mom watched it. I just haven't had time to watch it. Well, but why didn't you? Why didn't you respect your mother? I do respect my mom. Well, I know you do, but you didn't there. She bought the damn movie for you. Yeah, so she can watch it too because it's been because she watched it the first time she watched it was when it went out on theaters when it first came out. That would have been a good mother son environment. She raised you. 
Straight, honestly, that would have been a great tradition for you to honor your mother. Honestly, I know she's listening now. We probably should have watched that uh, the three hours I was talking to her yesterday, like when I was up in St. Joe. I know you do a lot of stuff for your mom, but you should have watched True. this movie with your mom. Yeah, at some point I will. All right, you promise? I promise. Regardless, we've seen the NHL do this. You know, they play the outdoor games in the state, like the Big House in Michigan. They have all those fans there. They've done it in St. Louis at the ballpark. Done it in Fenway. They've done it at the Naval Academy. They've done it. Like hockey does it right on the the first of the year when they have the outdoor stadium series. I think it's cool when you take the game. And they tried in Tahoe, and then the ice kind of melted a little bit, and they had to, you know, recircle things around there. So it does happen. They played in L.A. before. They have a little bit more of a challenge sometimes with the ice. They had like a beach beach volleyball game going on during that game too. I've told you my thoughts on the NFL taking a preseason game. And I know having this extra, extra regular season game, you'll see a lot more London. You'll see some games go to Germany. You'll see some games going to different places. I've always thought the best place is a college stadium series. Like, heck, move the Falcons down to Tuscaloosa to play. Move them around. Put the Chiefs in Norman. Like, Chiefs against Cowboys this year, Norman would have been cool. But baseball's finally getting something by having the Field of Dreams game, man. They did. And when Carrington was talking about that with Denny, I loved it because there's a, there's a pure baseball guy, Denny Matthews. Called every single game for the Royals the whole the whole time they've been in existence. Talk about how cool it would be to go to the Field of Dreams. I mean, it was awesome to go there. Uh, the the biggest thing was like because it wasn't finished yet, nor the the corn was actually up there. So this was like middle parts of June when I went there. I think it was June fifteenth to be exact. I don't know where they're gonna park. That's the thing. Like apparently there's, there's open fields that people can just park in the grass. Which I mean, see, I don't know. They don't need a ton of spots though. No, eight thousand. Did you see how much the the price of tickets? But you was? know what though, you know what's gonna be cool on Fox if they've got the line of cars going to the field just like in the movie. That's true. Like just show the line of cars going to the game. That's true. Walk did, did, to you, the did you see the price of those tickets? No. Thousand four hundred thirty some to to get in. With limited seats, but it's cool because nobody really cares. I know the Yankees have the second highest payroll, and they've won, what, nine of the last ten series? White Sox are in first place, attractive matchup. Like, they did get the matchup right. I don't I don't really care who's going to play in that game. I think it would be an interest anyway because they're playing in there. I think baseball finally got it. Outside of having a fight, they got people a reason to tune in. Which is sometimes difficult for baseball, Kramer, because they've started this the season overseas. They've started in Australia before. They've started in Japan. They don't put the world champ on. The only time they did on Sunday Night Baseball just happened to be coinciding with the Royals and Mets playing at 16 to finish the series in 15. That was cool. But that was an anomaly. That was like the last time the Royals were on a Sunday Night Baseball game, too. But the cool thing is, like the NFL, they make Thursday night the opening night, man, with the world champs, and they do it upright. They make it a big event. The NFL does everything big, man. They make the schedule release on May 12th, big event. You got bloggers out there, all right, well, the week five, they're playing the Bills, and you're refreshing, or at least I was, refreshing to see who the Chiefs are going to play, what primetime games they're going to have. They piece it together. Why are you laughing? I'm the 347 Kramer. If you build it, um, people will find somewhere to park. <laughs> that's pretty good. That's Big Pete. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, that's right. It's Big Pete. Oh, Big Pete, you got me laughing pretty good. Uh, that's, that's a good Kramer. If you build it, people will find somewhere to park. That's, that's awesome. That, that, it's true, though. Very true. If very you true. build it, they will find a place to park. We always worry about parking. It's always the top of our mind. Where are we going to park? I get it. 
It's your concern about downtown stadiums. It's your concern about everything parking. I, I get it, man. It sucks sometimes. But they will find a way to park. I like to shuttle people. If I had a couple G's, we'd go up to Iowa tomorrow. I think the the but we have we have work to do. So the highest can't. price is north of three thousand dollars. But you know what? It'll be on right during the show tomorrow. I'll have it on my TV right in here. You will be able to watch it. Remember the College World Series last year? They were going to have the draft up there. Yes. This year they did the draft where the where the All Star Game was, which was they tried though, right? The prime time they were showing the first round of the draft. Like you got to try things outside of the box. And MLB is trying. I give them credit. For trying, because so far they've always been so behind. They get they got to get the younger viewers in, man. They, they need the younger viewers like you, Kramer, that has the attention span of a gnat. They need those guys like you, the Tide Pod generation, to watch baseball. Oh, I, I you know me, my my attention span to watching baseball can go for five games in one day. I can watch it sit down that way, but yeah. No, you can't, Kramer. Yes, I can. Because you're always hopping on YouTube, making a video. Oh, no, I have baseball something. on. You have like 50 things going on at once. Oh, hey, I'm a busy guy. I get to, I still get to watch my baseball. Like, heck, I got a laptop that I know. Well, I mean, I really can't say where I, I find and watch my my stuff, but I at least know I can watch you, my you games. Are you CIA or something? Huh? <laughs> you can't tell me your secrets. Uh, I'll tell you off air. Okay. And if anybody wants any, if anybody wants to get around that blackout subscription type stuff, just let me know. I mean, At Kramer Talks on Twitter. You a spy in your spare time, and I don't know it. I just want to help people out. They Is this job a front for your real job? <laughs> <laughs> so all the time you've been fronting, I guess it's better than telling people you're a vacuum salesman, right? I mean, I got just go do radio, man. No one will buy the like, fact I'm, that you're hey, spying did, for a country. You know, I'm a professional golf ball picker now. I know you are, and I'm proud of you. Pretty damn fun. Not you know lie. what though? I'm proud of you, but yet there's a part of me that says I wish you were doing this in Florida or South Carolina. Well, that's what I'm prepping myself for. I'm prepping myself here now, so no, when I move, no, I can because do they have gators in the water. You're gonna have to dodge you, the you gators. Know how awesome that would be. No, it wouldn't be awesome. I mean, as long as it's not snakes, I'm good. Have you ever seen a gator? Yeah. I've gone to a zoo, Bing. I, I, did I like okay. going to the zoo? No. Have you ever been alone with the gator? Like a real one? In the wild, in the wild. Alone with the gator? Nope. Nor have I been in a uh, an elevator with a gator, too. <laughs> well, I haven't, I haven't either. But the bottom, I've, I didn't ask if you've been in an elevator with the gator, but I've said this. I've seen them on golf courses. In South Carolina once, and the mother was out there sunning with her baby. You do not want to mess with the mother. You oh, don't. Another, no, no. Just forget about the hole. Forget about your golf ball. Just put another one down. I was at the headwaters of the Everglades once, right where they they mate. Another word for getting it on, Kramer. I know this, man. And they had signs and warnings, like running a zigzag pattern, because their eyes are on the side of their head. So when you run, if you're running a zigzag pattern, they're very, they're very quick, but low stamina. And then you got to punch them in the eyes of the mouth if you get close to them. I've never been encountered to where I've had to do that. But I know that's what you're supposed to do with the gator. Punch them in the mouth or poke them in the eye. I think poke I them in the eye probably them. better be the best. You ever watch those shows like on Discovery and yeah, stuff? Small people? Yeah. I love that show. Yeah, with that, they're chasing those things tourism. in like a little small boat. They're like they're chasing these like 10 RJ and Jay Park and this, yeah. uh, shoot those bad boys real good. Would you rather, would you rather corral a snake or a gator? Oh, gator. I right. hate snakes, man. I'm terrified. If it's bigger than me, no, I'm good. I'm getting out of there. <laughs> Not my situation. We'll take a timeout. We come back. We lost a good one in the world of sports this week. I'll explain next. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. 
bow, chicka bow, bow. This is what the gators listen to when they're looking for a female gator. They get in the water, put the eyes out, looking for love. There was a guy back in 2018 that had a seven-foot alligator in his house. Said he was, I don't know where we're having this guy. He said he's going to fight to get his gator back. Says the largest gator that uh, the Kansas City animal control officers deal with. Sure it is. You don't deal with many how many, kids. How many gators do you even see around here? You just don't deal with many. He said when he got it, it was 15 to 18 inches long. Well, shocker, it grows. He said that the, the gator ate chicken nuggets, steak, deer, and fish. And he named it catfish. That sounds like a diet I want to He says he acts like a dog. I think he's. He, I think he thinks he's a dog. I knew he. He didn't know he was an alligator. Said the owner. So I don't know, man. I don't. But he had a he had a gator, man. Good luck with that. Good luck with the gator. He's domesticated though. The gator. He didn't know any better. Regardless, uh, Kramer. On a serious note, we lost a legend in college football this week, Bobby Bowden. You probably saw the news and everything else. I mean, <laughs> that guy. I'm gonna say this about this guy. He was a legend, second most to wins ever at FBS. He was number one for a while when they took Paterno's wins away. Then they gave him back. Vernon actually talked about him a long time ago on the big show here. Like he talked to us before he did ESPN and everybody else. But I've had the guy in the show many times through the years with sending barbecue sauce, whatever. But he was a legend, man. Two national championships, and don't sleep on it. His team finished third and fourth so many years. He would have had the playoffs been four teams like now. Floyd, he would have racked up more national titles than the two he has. Guarantee it. 12 ACC championships. Coach of the year. Walter Camp, coach of the year. Amos Alonzo, Stag Award. The guy was an absolute legend when it came to football. So many good memories of that guy. Just like he'd he just always be willing to talk. He's just the best. The best. Bobby Bowden. I don't know how many games... Bobby's you watched. That guy can coach the football, Kramer. Legend. You need to get on YouTube. Because I know that before 2000, you don't realize what it's, it's a little foggy for me. He did go to 2009, though, at Florida State. They forced him out. Huge thanks to Pete Sweeney, editor-in-chief, ArrowheadPride.com, that joined us. Huge thanks to you, Kramer. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you for the alligator love-making music. Tomorrow night, Kramer and I have you. Royals are off. We're back again. We'll talk some more cheese, some more Royals, and the Field of Dream games on. Look forward to that. Anyway, see you guys tomorrow. Good night. This is Bank at Night on your home for Royals baseball and the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.